Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your host as always, Maurice Williams, aka Reese, Mind of Reese, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Wow, I haven't said YouTube in a while. What happened there? I don't know. Joined as always by my brother in arms, my brother in podcasting, Mr. Bibbs, Michael Bibbins, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, Bibbs Corner Podcast. Anyway, you find your podcast content and the Dallas Mavericks have just uh, taken care of their last home court game. Unless we go six, um, showed some pride, got it done at home. Hot start. I was I, I wanted to come on here and say we finished hot, but that's not what happened. But nonetheless, we walked out with the W. Uh, how you feeling, man? How you feeling? Um, you know, I called for a couple things in the last game, or I complained about a couple things, I'll say, uh, to be more accurate. And I feel like they corrected. Jalen Brunson, when he drove, was actually looking to put the fucking ball in the hole. That's that's how you suck the defense in and open up those threes. No, we're not doing that. We're not. <laughs> Come on, man. You knew it as soon as you said it. All right, my fault, my fault. That was a reach. That was a reach, my fault. Hey, look, this going to be our first video on YouTube. We can't okay. start like this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't start like say, this. Like, the first All video right. you would. Yeah, we can't. Uh, um, But, yeah, uh, when, when I saw that from Brunson, I was happy. Um, Luca, also, same thing, getting to the hole. He still did some goofy kickouts a couple times. If they're going to give you the two, the most efficient shot is a made shot. So if they're gonna give you the two, take the two. Um, so I appreciated that early. Then the shot started falling. The defensive rotations, I think, threw them off uh, because we were actually on time in our rotations, especially when it was uh, pertained to getting back to covering the basket up. Because we were usually giving up those layups. It seemed like the defensive game plan was to run them off the three, but also rotate on the back line to protect the rim. So we were giving up the middies. And they either weren't prepared to take them or, or whatever, but they weren't hitting them at the very least. So, um, you know, Optimus Bibbs, I was listening to him before we came on here. And, uh, you know, he mentioned that uh, this is not your normal 0-3. Usually a team is down 0-3. It's because the better team is winning every game. It could easily be 3-1 Mavs right now because we are just as good as this Warriors team. The difference has been execution. And tonight we executed for most of the game until garbage time. And then we showed how garbage we really were with the rest of that bench. So uh, shout out to Optimus Bib, Shout out to the Mavs for getting it done at home and not getting swept. I know the, the discourse today was all about Luca with a sweep on his resume. That's not happening yet. You seem stressed, brother. Why you have to even bring dude up, man? Like, why? I mean, he's the one leading the charge right now. Mavs in seven. 
We're gonna have to have have to have a talk, Meg. Oh, that was a cow. <laughs> you good? That was a car. Oh. Is the car good? Like, bro, we get it. You have a fast car. Like, it's almost 12 a.m. Ain't no bitches out. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was. You never know. Anyway, um, bro, we're going to have to have a talk. You and this, this split, this, come on, man. Like, it, it's on some naughty professor shit and keeping it 100. I don't know if it's, nah, it, it's more Moon Knight. It's more Moon Knight. You've you've built this Optimus Bids persona at first as a joke and to cope with what the Mavs were putting you through. And now you're like feeding into it. And I'm like, bro, like throw Optimus Bibs over the boat into the sands or whatever, but leave his ass there. Don't go back for him. I, I can't I can't take him out. I feel like the Nutty Professor. I can't kill him right now. Um I have to let him live at least for the rest. I gotta see it through. I gotta see it, and I only hope he just doesn't become too powerful. Because right now there are signs that he might be becoming too powerful. Too powerful. What does that even? Okay, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, you were right. This could easily be a three-one series. I tweeted out earlier. I said I'm disappointed in the team because we could easily be up to one right now like looking back i know that's like a shaky thing because it's like oh if the Mavs win game two maybe the warriors adjust i'm just looking on right. the surface the way the games were played we could have won two of those three games first game we got blown out second game we were up 19 going into the third blew it never got back into it uh bars um and, and lost game two um game three we only lost by eight points. It was 109-101, right? I thought we lost by nine. Okay. It was either 109-101 or 109-100. Either way, it's not a, 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 a game that we could not win, especially when guys like Max Kleeman and Reggie Bullock, who probably played a combined total of like 60 minutes together, gave us both donuts. Like, did That's not it. hit a shot from three at all. If they... If they both hit two, we probably win that game, more than likely. So it's like, you know, when, when you think about stuff like that, this isn't a 3-0 lead where it's like, oh, you've just completely outmatched this team. Like, they have no chance. Granted, they have more talent, but we've still been in these games aside from game one. So, you know, uh, this game came out shooting hot in the first half. Uh, we saw this in game two. It was very reminiscent of the game two, to be honest, <clears throat> except for the third quarter. Uh, came out shooting. I was having PTSD. I was like, please, please don't do this again. Like, just just continue to shooting in the second half. Continue it in the third quarter. Keep this up, please, because something we were doing very different, I think, than game two was when the shots were falling, they were closing out quicker. They were closing out harder. And we took advantage of that driving to the basket, going for two or coming away with a foul, driving to the basket, collapsing the defense and making the extra pass to another open three. Uh, I saw Dorian drive a lot, which I was proud of. Um, I gotta mention that too. 
yeah, and I'm mainly proud of it because we've seen him improve with that this year. We've seen him have the confidence to do that, but he hasn't done that in the series or even really in the playoffs for that matter. He's really just been spotting up shooting, and I'm like, bro, you were successful at that. Like, if it's, if I can name, like, four players who I expect to do that, it's Dorian, Luca. well, expect to do it, Luca, Jalen, and Spencer, but Dorian right. is capable. Uh, depending on who the defender is. Yeah, I told uh, my, my my guy, uh, he's not on Twitter. I think he got banned, but he's on Instagram. <clears throat> and he was asking me, say what? Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's the homie going way back. But uh, he asked me for some parlays. Like he threw out all the parlays for me on, on what was what the, the lines were and whatnot for tonight. And DFS points was the easiest one for me to call because. Let me guess. Ten and a half. Yeah, it was ten and a half. Uh, so DFS points was the easiest one for me, me to call. Now, I couldn't take DFS threes because I wasn't sure it was going to be threes, but I expected that two he and a half. Pro- I think it was two and a half also. Bullock and him and Bullock were both two and a half. Yeah, Bullock is always Bullock and Dorian are always at two and a half. I feel yeah. more comfortable taking Reggie's than I never take Dorian threes. Yeah, I told him to take Bullock threes and Dorian points. And one of the things I said was I expect Dorian to attack the rim tonight. Um his he has pride. He he had he has fight. Like he's not gonna try to go out like a little bitch. And I expected him to to put the ball on the floor and attack the rim. The fact that he hasn't so far in the series and he's been so quiet has kind of bothered me. Um, because they don't they don't have Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton down there. You can say what you want about their defense, but he's he's six nine with length. He should be able to go at Anybody on their team, because they're expecting him to shoot a three. He should be able to use that to his advantage and attack the rim. If we can put pressure on the rim, it can't just be Luca. It can't just be Jalen. It can't just be Spencer in this round. He has to be the X factor in that regard. Um, I think we did a much better job at breaking down that zone defense. Uh, most of it was a three-two, and I'm like, come on now, y'all can't break down a fucking three-two defense. Uh, once they broke that down, sometimes they went to man. Jason Kidd, uh, I saw the quote come through my phone, said uh, the biggest compliment I've gotten this series is that they have to go zone because they can't defend us one-on-one. Right. And to be honest, I think that's true. Uh, I don't think they're capable of defending us one-on-one. Um, but if the zone is working for them, I obviously go to it. But we, we have to break that zone down to force them to go to something else. Um, I think we did a good job at that. A lot of that has to do with attacking the paint. If it's a goddamn 3-2, you should be attacking the paint. Um, but, yeah, the role players stepped up. That's what happens when the role players step up, you hit the shots. Granted, that's going to happen. Sometimes it's not. But if we could have man, if we could have had it happen in two games, that's all we needed. <laughs> two other games. like we will Even be just one, I'd be okay. Yeah, even just one. Like, if it would have happened last game. Would have been completely okay with it. But we are here now. Uh, it's 3-1. If we lose next game, so be it. I'm just satisfied that we didn't get swept. We went out with some pride. We got to win at home. Uh, even though y'all almost blew it to the bench. Like, um, that was embarrassing. If we would have <laughs> lost that, I'd have probably came over here, played some clown music, and like didn't say anything. We don't have to play Drake on this podcast, uh, but the uh, the 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 sad part was like I, I get you putting, such a hater, man. 
<laughs> no, nah, it was funny because uh, somebody had posted a clip of Drake and Degrassi, a scene. I had forgot all about this scene, but he was dribbling. It's pronounced the ball. Degrassi. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've been to Canada once. They they not coming for me. <laughs> that grass show, whatever. He was outside the school dribbling. <laughs> he was out outside the school dribbling. Like he was on the basketball team, I think, but he was outside the school dribbling and a, a dark skinned dude came up, just took the ball from him. And he just kind of looked at the dude and then was like, just did like that and shot it like in the trash can. So like, so what kind of zesty ass shot was that, man? Like, Drake was wild. I gotta find that clip. I gotta find that clip. But it was hilarious. But that's 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 the Drake I know. I I I, wow. I listened to his his mixtape way back in the day before he signed with Young Money. I was like, yo, this dude can kind of rap. Then he signed with Young Money and started acting totally different. And so I, I couldn't look at him the same because he he's still that little kid. He little light skinned dude off of the grass. Drake is a chameleon, man. He adapts to to his. He's an actor. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he's an actor. I, I, I mean, he was I, an actor before a rapper, so. I, and that's that's what it is. I can't listen to rapper bars. I can't can't get with it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Um, look, I wasn't excited for this game. I thought about going to the casino, but I was like, I'm not even about to. I'm not even about to do that, man. Oh. Like I ain't. I, now it's crazy. I ain't even go to the casino, but I knew what the fucking lines was. Like. What casino is in Baltimore? Yeah. Okay. It's two, uh, one downtown, but I go to the one out of Rundle Mills because the one downtown is ghetto. Um, so yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Um, <clears throat> so I have to ask you, as a person who had already decided the series was over, could you? At what point were you able to enjoy the game? Like mentally, I feel like if you've already decided, because this is what I, this is how I felt. It wasn't just you; it was a lot of people on the timeline. Man, it's over. We done. You know, it felt like, like you chilling at home. Your girl went out. She told you she's going to the mall with her with her friend. And then your boy texts you like, "Hey, you know where your girl is?" And you be like, "Yeah, she at the mall with her friend." He said, "You know, I just saw her at the food court with some dude laughing it up." So in your head, it's just going. In your head, you decide, oh, I'm done with her. She was some dude. I'm done with her. It's a wrap. It's over. I don't want, I don't care what she got to say when she get back here. I'm done. Like she had the mall with some dude laughing it up. You know what I mean? So in your head, you've already checked out of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you when you had that mentality, the series was over, you checked out of the series. You're not emotionally invested anymore. You emotionally prepared yourself to be done. So then when she walk in the house and she's with her friend Twan. You just make a name up for this nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go but she walk man. in with Twan, and you know you realize who the friend was, and you realize he ain't actually a threat. Now you've not like Is at what gay? point? I mean, that's the stereotypical. The name right there. Okay, so you know what? Let's let's. So now you really play the ad, man. Play the ad. (laughs) Now you realize you were tripping for no reason. And you still got a relationship. You gotta you gotta check back in. So my question was, at what point were you able to check back into the series? Or have you checked back into the series? Or is it still hard to get past that thought when you thought it's the fact that it's over, bro? You when you thought it was Malik. Okay. you, You just 
you 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 know what you just did? You the person that's driving, and it's a motherfucker in a passenger seat, and they like, oh, uh, nah, bro, go this way. You was like, nah, I know a shortcut. And the shortcut added like 10 extra minutes on the trip. <laughs> That's what the fuck you just did. You know, in my head, the analogy was a lot smoother. That shit was ass. That was ass. Somebody gonna get it. Somebody gonna get it. That shit was. Hey, would y'all would y'all rock with the analogy when it hits home for you? It took way too long to get the hits home. They're gonna be triggered. They don't want to hear that. (sighs) Come on, man. Don't put this on YouTube. No, it's going on YouTube. Commercial break. Commercial break. Get it together, man. This is what I'm talking. It's twelve eleven. That's why you acting like this. It's barely past midnight. That's all it takes for you. You're right. And I know you're not editing this out of the uh, the video when it go on YouTube. So that's the only reason I'm not wilding right now. Keeping it composed. When we come back after the commercial break, I'm gonna be a completely different person. Not in not in that way though. Not in that way though. On your cue. We'll be back after these messages. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, that was a short um, ad break for y'all, long for us. But um, I guess we can start to close this thing out now. What are your expectations for game five? If you have any, but I mean, like, do you think we have a chance to extend the series or objectively speaking obviously 100 percent. um like i said i feel like we've outplayed them in three games we just we missed shots Mm -hmm. and we got lazy in our defense uh after we got down those two things have to remain tight uh we can't we can't I mean, we can miss shots. We can't miss that many shots. We can't, we can't miss shots. Like we were missing shots. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm not an analytics person to the, to the point that I'm going to make all my arguments off of analytics, but you know, some things are hard to refute the shot quality data from all of our games indicated we were generating the shots that we wanted. We just weren't hitting them at the rate. We usually hit them. Um, I feel like tonight, 
most of the guys that had been playing scared didn't look scared on the court. Uh, Brunson was back. He he started strong for me, but in the second half, he kind of kind of lost me a little bit. Um, he was doing a little bit of deferring to Luca in places where I didn't think he needed to be. Uh, I hate when he's bringing the ball to court and he looks at Luca like, "Am I allowed to dribble?" Right. Like, dog, take the ball. It's yours. If you a twenty plus million dollar man, you you ain't supposed to be looking for Luca. Facts. CJ McCollum ain't looking for Luca. And I keep going back to the CJ McCollum, but that's the mentality you have to have if you're going to be two offensive minded number uh, one and two. If y'all are both primarily offensive players, your mentality has to be I'm in kill mode at all times. One A one B has to be your mentality. It can't be I'm the B at all times. Um, if we come out fast, strong, uh, if we attack the rim, put pressure on them. Most they, like as we as you said earlier, as Jason Kidd said, they can't defend us one on one. Force them into the zone, right? Attack Steph Curry, whatever. Force them into the zone. Now we have a couple of ways that we've been able to beat that zone. There's still one thing I want to see that we haven't done yet, and that's putting Luka in that Jokic position around the free throw line and let him operate from there because he's a threat to do all things from that spot. Pass, score, draw a foul. He can do all those things from that free throw line position uh, in the middle of the zone, and that completely sucks in the zone. Shooters in each corner. Brunson, Dinwiddie on the wings. They can't guard. They can't defend that. We're going to get whatever look we want out of that. So I want to see some of that. And the last piece of the puzzle is that defense. We have to continue being disciplined in our defensive rotations. I like that we were chasing them off the three-point line Mm -hmm. and selling out to get back to the rim after that. We have to continue that. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's, it's an uphill battle, but you can't look at it as we have to win three games. You have to look at it as we have to win the game in front of us. That's the best way to look at it, game by game. You can't really think ahead like, all right, we got to get to game seven. No, you got to get to the next game. One last piece. When we went on that show, uh, she made a great point about how the Warriors wanted have, were incentivized to close it out as quick as possible. We're starting to wear on them a little bit. You saw Steph Curry holding that thigh. I think Thanks. he's fine, but still, like, yeah. that's... It adds up. Um... Older, in the last best players are older. I want to say in the last game he had a similar situation. Um <clears throat> where late in the game he hit something. But again, wear and tear. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson are not young. The longer the series goes, the more beat up they're gonna be. Mm-hmm. That's why we probably saw Kaminga and Moody so much. They're trying to get some of that young blood in there to save some of the wear and tear on their older bodies. So I don't want to say it'll get easier as, as as we keep pushing them further, but their their tightness in those first couple of games will start to loosen up a little bit more each game. So again, we just have to be on our stuff. I, I really, really think we have a shot to, to shock the world. Well, uh, it's got to happen someday. If we the ones to do it, then it's just destiny. But like you said, can't think that far ahead. Just got to get to the next game. Uh, you know, win or lose, I'm content with the season. I'm ready. But if we win, we take it to game six. 
Game six is at home. Anything can happen in game seven. So they got the win tonight. That's all that matters for now. We don't really have much to think about until Thursday. But until then, uh, unless you got anything you want to I do have to say one more thing. What's up? Shout out to the fans at the AAC. Y'all came through for your boy tonight. Yeah, y'all was bullshitting the other night. Y'all did y'all thing tonight. E- even with the leakage. Feel me? It was a dude in there with an umbrella. That's dedication. I'm just uh, saying. <clears throat> you know, it's funny. The, all those games I was praising the crowd for being loud. Got maybe a couple tweets about it. Last game I complained. A whole bunch of tweets about it. DMs. That's how, that's how y'all, y'all respond to negativity. That's how it is. That's the internet for you. Especially Twitter. You 100%. should expect that at this point. Yeah, yeah. Do you plan on watching Chip and Dale? Should I? Yeah, you should. I mean, did you, I would enjoy you watch it? the show? Did you watch the show? Not really. Okay. I mean, I'm aware of it, but... Yeah, same. I'm aware of it, but I, w- I didn't really watch the show a lot. Um, are you a fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Not really. Is it live action? Yes. Okay. But it's like animation in it. I'm not going to rush to watch it. Um, yeah, I was going to say, if you're not a fan of Who Framed, like, have you ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No, I've never sat down and watched it start to finish. I've seen Okay. Parts. I'd say give this a chance then. <laughs> okay. It's, it's really clever. I know I Top Gun it. comes out this weekend, Stranger Things. I am going to see that shit. Stranger Things. Oh, I still got to watch the original. You said it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I watched it. It's good, but it's like... The way people talk about this movie, you'd have thought it was a fucking masterpiece. Like, it's a cult classic, it sounds like. Uh, it's definitely... Which, <clears throat> I don't want to say cult classic, but I think it hits a certain demographic, if you will. Um, it went from a cult... I don't know. I think the only reason it's not a cult classic is because Tom fucking Cruise is in it. Yeah, I want to say it was successful, <clears throat> successful. Yeah, it was successful, but it's like... Come on, man. This movie ain't a masterpiece, but I heard Top Gun Maverick is pretty fucking good, so I can't wait. I know they use some type of special technology to film it um, <clears throat> that, like, put you in the cockpit, like something new. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, the last thing I'll say then on the movie side, I did watch Men this weekend. The new, I think it's A24. Yeah. Joint. I knew absolutely nothing <laughs> going in. That's a wild, 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 wild movie. I was not prepared. But, like, it's wild in the things that they show you, the things that you see, but it also has layers to the meaning behind it. So it's graphic, but it's not graphic for the sake of being graphic. No, yeah. It, I mean, it's a lot that's like, come on, son, y'all got to do all that. But it's a point to it that it makes by the end of the movie to the point where I couldn't even be mad at how insane it got with the graphic stuff. Uh, like the last five, 10 minutes. I, I'm mad. I just thought about it. Cause I need those images out of my head. I've been skeptical on seeing it because when I saw this, like I saw the trailer when I went to see a movie, when I went to see um, everything everywhere, all at once. Okay. And I was like, do I want to see this? Cause I feel like it's, this ain't gonna be my type of thing, but I don't know. I think it'll be your type of thing. Those last ten minutes might fuck it up for you. 
unless you accept what you get by the very, very end, which is how I, because at first I was like, come on, son, y'all doing too much. But then when it got to the end, end, I was like, oh, okay. 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 All right. But if you're, but at time I was already invested in, in the character and mm-hmm. what the point of what, where they were going with. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting movie. I, I think I ranked it. I did. Did I put it, did I rank it yet? Hold on. I gave Chip and Dale an eight out of 10. I've gone back and done my movie <laughs> rankings for the year. I'm probably going to put them out. I'll probably wait for the series to end. Cause I don't want to cross pollinate my, my movie talk and my, um, it is my one, two, three, fourth highest rate movie so far that I've seen this year mm-hmm. behind everything, everywhere, all at once X and death on the Nile. I'll probably, uh, do like a halfway, mm. <clears throat> excuse me. I'll probably do a halfway ranking. Cause like I have the ratings fall on, but some of them are tied. So I'm like, all right, I gotta. Yeah. That's what I, I think I broke down my criteria on my pod. I have five different categories. I'm going to give you one through five on each of that categories. Um, and then get an average and wherever you, whatever you fall closest to rounding up, rounding down is where I'm going to put you on my scale. So like it came out at a flat four. Okay. Uh, bat, the Batman is a 3.8. So they're both in the four category, but men is over top of the Batman. If that okay. makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and that's that's something I struggle with in the past because you know I watch a hundred movies and I have like ten movies in the three point five, and I'll have to remember how I felt about each one in the in the middle and it, yeah. So this I'm hoping helps me uh, keep track of how I actually felt about them. All right, it's a couple movies I still want to watch. You know, we'll, we'll we'll get the movie talk, but let's get up out of here for now. Uh, we'll see y'all Thursday night. Hopefully, it's after a win, but we'll find out. Until then, I'll let y'all. Peace. Peace. Bars. <laughs>